ATX Next, presented by the Austin Business Journal. Exploring the future of Austin and the challenges we face. Brought to you by the business litigation law firm of Kane and Scarnulus. And by Trim Built Construction, building Austin since 1984. Hello again. Austin Business Journal Managing Editor Will Anderson back with another episode of our ATX Next podcast. It's part of our year-long series looking at major storylines across the Austin area and what they mean for readers and listeners. Now, I've got a somewhat divisive question. When you hear someone called the domain Austin Second Downtown, do you scoff and roll your eyes or nod along? I find many Austinites fall firmly into one camp or the other. At ABJ, we've been calling the domain Austin Second Downtown for a while. We don't mean that it's a carbon copy of the original downtown, not even close. In Austin's central business district, nearly two centuries of development have created a vibrant cityscape of diverse buildings and businesses. But the domain, which has only been around for a little more than 20 years, is developing rapidly. ABJ reporter Cody Baird had a fascinating story the other week, looking at the evolution of the domain and the companies preparing to launch its next phase of growth. There were some fascinating tidbits, like that Houston development juggernaut Heinz has purchased a La Quinta at the north end of the domain. The company declined to comment, so it's not clear what they might do with the real estate, but that's a company that's developed huge neighborhoods and mammoth skyscrapers. The story also highlighted how Second Downtown as a moniker is spilling beyond the 300 or so acres of the domain. Right across Burnett Road, construction is underway on Uptown ATX, which could have 7 million square feet of office, residential, retail, and hospitality space, plus a train stop. Further south, Verde Square could transform a site right next to Q2 Stadium into a mixed-use hub. If you're still rolling your eyes, this part of Austin is going to spring up into a true second downtown faster than you can blink. Well, uh, maybe not that fast. But in the long timelines of development, this transformation is right around the corner. Cody's story was a hit online. So to dive deeper into some of these themes in this comparison, we brought on someone who knows a thing or two about downtowns. Cody spoke with Tim Hendricks, a senior vice president and managing director with Cousins Properties. Tim spearheaded development decades ago of the Frostbank Tower in downtown Austin. It's an iconic part of the city's skyline and still a huge downtown office tower. In the domain, Cousins has big plans. It wants to take the area to new heights with a 26-story office tower called Domain Central One. Tim dives into the comparison and more on this episode of ATX Next. Tim Hendricks, uh, a senior vice president and managing director with Cousins Properties. And I would say probably their man on the ground here in Austin. Would you agree with that, Tim? Yeah, Cody, I, I guess I drew the short straw. You know, if, if something goes wrong, I will get blamed for it. So that puts me kind of at the top. But uh, now uh, I have been blessed to lead Cousins efforts here in Austin for, I guess, now about 30 years. I was only 18 when I started. So, uh, yeah, uh, but no, uh, you know, we've had a, you know, great relationship with uh, the community here in Austin. I'm actually uh, moved here in 1975, went to school at the university and, you know, got out of school and I said, you know, gosh, you know, great music, cheap beer. Why would I ever leave? So, uh, <laughs> but I never, I never envisioned quite what we uh, are experiencing uh, in Central Texas today. No, and uh, you've kind of seen 
it all here in Austin. Uh, I mean, starting back with the development of uh, Frost Tower downtown, uh, all the way up to everything that's going on in the domain right now. Yeah, uh, Cody, I cut my teeth in the real estate and banking disaster of the 80s. So I learned from other other folks' mistakes and um, I've at least tried to uh, take those uh, lessons learned as we've moved forward. But uh, yeah, it's been, you know, cousins, we've developed a little over 5 million square feet here in Austin. Everything from, you know, Frostbank Tower, 300 Colorado, Colorado Tower, obviously dimensional plays, the IB, I mean, the Motorola campus Northwest. And now we are, you know, hanging our hat out there at the domain. And the domain is, I mean, that's kind of the hot neighborhood right now. Uh, what is it about the domain that's, I guess, so, so great? Uh, what, what are tenants seeing when they get out there? Well, you know, Cody, it is an interesting uh, tale of two markets, if you will. You know, Cousins is predominantly an urban Sunbelt REIT. So we kind of hang out in central business districts and, you know, um, areas like uh, the domain. You know, the, the key is, you know, live, work, and play. We've, we've heard about that for years and years and years. Well, today our customers really do demand it. Um, and so, you know, there's only so many vacant parking lots left in downtown. And so if you look at the opportunity at the domain um, and the domain area, um, it's really drawn uh, a lot of new developers out there. But if you really go back to your, your question, why does you know Amazon pick being out the domain versus being downtown? Uh, you know, it's it's probably a couple of things. Um, but first, the one thing that's that both markets have in common is the live, work, and play environment. That is critical to the technology companies today in recruitment. And as you know, we've read in multiple articles in ABJ. Um, you know, recruitment's everything um, to these companies. And so when you when you really look at why the domain recently has been successful, I don't think it's any one thing other than from a timing standpoint, um, where square footage was available. Uh, you know, the Amazon um, leadership really like being in the other downtown, if you will. The Facebooks of the world, they like to be in both markets, the Adobe's and now, like being out northwest at the domain, where a disco likes being at 111 at you know the fairground downtown. Um, but there's you know I don't think there's one particular reason they choose one or the other um, because they both are so similar. Uh, but I think probably one thing that's a little different. Domain has a lot more what I would call daytime retail. And that is, they have a lot more shops. You got about 2 million square feet of retail at the domain. And where downtown's probably half that, but predominantly restaurants. But as that, they're pretty much the same. And it's, it's interesting that you, that you say they're kind of the same, because a lot of people here in Austin kind of, they kind of balk when you, you say, 
the, the domain is the second downtown. They're like, oh no, it can't be. But it they really are very similar submarkets. Yeah, I mean, if you kind of, you know, if you're a South Austin, again, I grew up, you know, came to school here. And so yeah, downtown is downtown. I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's ground zero for being an Austinite. Um, and so if you've been in Austin, you know, for 10, 15, 20 years, you know, this is this is home to you downtown. Uh, but if you look at really the domain, it's the downtown for, you know, all of Williamson County um, and that far northwest segment. It's not like the 15 years ago where, gosh, let's go out and listen to some music. We'll get in my car and drive downtown. Uh, today, I go, hey, let's get in our car. We're going to the domain. So it's a phenomenon that I think, Cody, we've seen, you know, Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, Charlotte, uh, the Sunbelt cities have created these second downtowns. That's really interesting. And I mean, one of the things that I've been looking at a lot with the domain is the the developments that are popping up around the domain. And, and they are really are these live work play developments that these developers are buying up large tracts of land and saying, I'm going to build a, an office tower here. I'm going to have some condos here and I'm going to have some retail here. And you can really tell that they are going that direction. Uh, they're trying to create this fully formed neighborhood. Sure. You know, we see that across the Sun Belt uh, currently. I mean, if you go to Nashville right now, I mean, close your eyes and go back 20 years and Nashville today feels like Austin 20 years ago. Oh, wow. um, you know, uh, but if you look at that, you know, for the, the developers that are outside the true domain, you know, you think back, the domain took almost a little over 15 years to create. And it will take these other developers a period of time to create that live, work, and play. But as you said, they're committed to doing it. So, you know, at some point in the future, you will have the domain and it will always be kind of ground zero, if you will. But I do believe over time, you will have these other pockets that will have some level of, of live, work, and play. I think they're going to be challenged to get to a point where, you know, when we're totally built out at the domain on the office side, we're going to be probably five plus million square feet of office. Oh, wow. Probably, probably going to have somewhere around, you know, uh, three and a half million square feet of residential. And, you know, we've got about two million square feet of retail right now. What I think you're going to see in this last wave of development at the domain is every building, be it a multifamily building, be it a condo or an office, will have some level of retail at the base of those buildings. So, okay. you know, is that going to be another 100, 200,000 square feet of retail? It's hard to tell right now. The domain will be big and as dense as downtown Austin oh, and wow. in a relatively short period of time. ATX Next is presented by the business litigation law firm of Kane and Scarnulis PLLC, handling high profile, high stakes, and mission critical matters for you and your business. Learn more at cstrial.com. And by Trim Built Construction, building Austin since 1984. Visit us at trimbuilt.com 
or call 512-689-7881. Let's start the conversation about your project. You talked about 15 years for the development to, to get to the point it's at right now, which very short amount of time. Uh, Felt like a long time. Yeah. Were there any challenges to get all of that development done in that short amount of time? Well, you know, if you look back, you know, um, when Endeavor and Reef acquired that land, um, you know, from IBM, um, you know, it was a big manufacturing facility. And if it, frankly, I think you got to go say, okay, what was the moment? What was that magic moment? And the magic moment was frankly Simon. And Simon say, you know, they were right in the mix of doing a lot of these outdoor malls, basically taking the same customers, the same stores they had inside a mall and putting them in a more walkable environment like what they did to me. So I think that is that was the moment okay. that, that really started everything. And then over time, office, multifamily started coming. And if you kind of look over probably the last 10 years, you know, the first office building was about 100,000 square feet. My next office will, uh, building out there will be 460,000 feet. And that's a good gauge of the demand out there compared to 10 years ago. Oh, wow. We talked a little bit about this earlier. Uh, how does the domain compare to downtown? Because we, we, we kind of talked about they were pretty much the same, but, you know, what tenants are downtown that, that aren't in the domain and, and why might they be downtown instead of the domain? Yeah, I, I think, you know, you have to kind of step back a few years and say, okay, what was the classic central business district customer? What companies are always in the central business district? I don't care if you go to LA, San Francisco, Dallas, Nashville, Austin. Now it is the the professional um, tenants, it's the law firms, it's the accounting firms, the financial service firms, those are your typical central business district tenants. And they are it today. Um, if you would have gone back probably just five years ago, uh, downtown was still pretty much like probably 80 to 85% professional. Today is that closer to, you know, 50, 55, 60% professional, the rest tech. So the technology into the central business is, is a relatively new phenomenon, definitely less than 10 years. If you go back to 2003, when we delivered Frostbank Tower, I had zero technology customers in that oh, wow. building when we delivered that. Fast forward to uh, five years ago when we delivered Colorado Tower, probably had 30% technology uh, in this building. And then now with 300 Colorado, it's a little over 50% will be tech. Okay. Now, this was kind of an interesting question uh, that I was just kind of curious about. Uh, you know, the towers in the domain, they're, they're getting bigger and bigger. And you've mentioned your next one's going to be 460 feet tall. 
460,000 feet. So it'll probably be, you know, um, 30 stories. 30 stories. I mean, that's a that's a big tower. Uh, do developers, when they see another tower come up, does that inspire them or maybe maybe get a little competitive juices flowing and say, like, man, I, I got to build one bigger. I can yeah. do a better <laughs> one. Uh, you know, I, I never really thought about it that way. Um, you know, when I see someone develop a tower that, you know, I go, gosh, that's really kind of cool. I don't think, you know, I want to go beat him. I, I think the the thought is, okay, we got to push ourselves a little bit further. So I think that as long as you have quality design and development at each step of a cycle, the next guy and gal, the next guy, everybody gets a little bit better. Um, it is kind of a strange phenomenon, at least still in Austin. It may be changing with all the new companies coming into Austin from the West Coast and the North. But, you know, Austin is still pretty much a good old boy and gal real estate market. We all really like each other. Uh, we get along now. Obviously, when the bell rings at seven o'clock in the morning, we want to beat our buddies. Uh, but at six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, we're pretty likely to be hanging out, drinking a beer together and listen to music someplace. That's great to hear. Is there anything else about the uh, the future of the domain that you think is interesting or people aren't looking at right now? You know, it's always going to be a little different than downtown. I mean, it's because it's got a different vibe up there. If you come to pick the street, you know, uh, in downtown Austin, on a Friday night, there's a certain vibe. And if you go up to Rock Rose, that same window of time, there's a different vibe. But both are a environment that we need to be offering our communities. The one thing I think, you know, if I got to be queen for the day and click my heels, you know, I would like to see a music venue up in the domain. I, I think that's the one thing that has not made that transformation north is our music scene that we're so fortunate to have in the south uh, part of, of Austin and then in our central business district. So uh, maybe before it's all said and done, they'll they'll let me figure out something. And I'll you know get a, get a few, few guitars and fiddlers down there. Well, I'll be rooting for you on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, I want to say thank you for joining me today. I, I really appreciate you sitting down and taking this time. Anytime, anytime. Y'all be safe and uh, have a great week. ATX Next, exploring the future of Austin and the challenges we face. Presented by the Austin Business Journal and brought to you by the business litigation law firm of Kane and Scarnulis and by Trim Built Construction building Austin since 1984.